The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. In a fast-paced world... Every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Today is the day you will lose fat. Come see Dr. T at NJ Diet. Easiest diet I've ever done. It's changed my life. Come see Dr. T. Using blood work and DNA testing. 1-855-5-NJ-DIET and njdiet.com. Change your life in only 40 days with NJ Diet. having trouble figuring out how to introduce my next guest uh, there's a lot of information about him uh so i thought i would just ask him yeah uh, jack Spade, who are you i'm a uh i'm a presence i'm a son i'm a brother you dig i'm a uh i'm an artist and i'm me sound cliche but simple as that i'm a presence are you i think your career is interesting because it seems that you started kind of quote-unquote late right in, mm-hmm. in in it um so what first of all what drew you to rhyming and like what made you say i want to put my thoughts my stories to you know to pad um well of course my me starting ra- out rapping was a joke and like the serious look my cousin gave me when he said i told him that i was gonna start rapping and he said he could believe in me that kind of made me write my first lyrics mm-hmm. that made me be like okay let me let me try this if I could really do it you know he got this belief in me let me see how much let me see if I can get more belief in me you know what I'm saying okay. so you your, your your cousin had this belief in you uh and for someone who's been trying to write a rhyme for my whole life and been failing miserably <laughs> uh uh wh- if your cousin was here and he was to answer this what would he say in terms of like yeah you were joking but I saw something. So what did he see? I actually asked him that before. And he was just like, um, I just always been like the, the humble dude that look out for people. You know what I'm saying? I don't really cause no problems or anything. I just stay in my own lane. I've always had a different mindset from the place I grew up and the people in my environment, my mindset, the way I thought and some of the things I've did was always a little different, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? a little more eccentric. So I guess he saw that. And then he was like, bro, you just, you just you, you know what I'm saying? Just I've been knowing you so long. It's just like ain't anything you can do. I know you can. You can be successful at it. Do you know those? Do you remember those first lyrics you wrote or you spit that kind of had you say, yeah, yeah, yeah my cousin's right. I mean, uh, not really, <laughs> not really. I do know when once I wrote, uh, I got a song called Outcast, and I was like, the, the flow on it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The flow pattern on I was like, okay. I could that's what that was the moment I knew like, okay, maybe I can't like rap a little bit. Like, you know. So maybe he maybe he was on to something. Um 
you you know you were born in uh, North Carolina, but you lived in Philadelphia, Georgia. Um, where were you? I guess yeah. Where were you when you discovered that kind of a gift to be an MC? I was uh, actually in college by then. I was in North Carolina, and that's when all that happened. My sophomore year in college, and I was like, ah, because before then I never even thought about rapping. I never, I, I've always liked music, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But I never thought about being an artist. I read that uh, in fifth grade, Lil Wayne was your favorite yeah. MC. Uh, what drew you to his music as a as a fifth grader? And then like kind of. Yeah, we always have, we have a f- elementary school, fifth grade, high, even high school, people we like, and then we get older and we kind of reflect. Uh, does Little Wayne still like talk to you the same way? Uh, what ha- what have you gained or even lost of, of appreciation of what he does? I don't think I've lost the appreciation for Little Wayne. I feel like to me, Little Wayne will always be great because he's done so much and he's tapped into so many different markets of music. You know what I'm saying? This man is a genius and he's still doing it to this day. Mm-hmm. You know, what What got me on to him was he was the, when he was with the Hot Boys and Cash Money, he was the, the little dude out of the group. <laughs> and then with me and all my older cousins and my friends and stuff, I was a little dude out of the group. And I had braids back then too, so it was like, hey, right. Lil Wayne. I'm basically Lil Wayne. <laughs> of course, I'm going to be a Lil Wayne fan. Uh, I want to, you know, I, I, I imagine you've been asked this a lot, but I want to quickly turn to 2015 when you were on the Cypher, uh, BT's The Cypher. Um, and we, you killed it, but then also what sticks out to me is that DJ Premier is behind you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if anyone in terms of like music that is playing music for you behind, I starstruck maybe, I don't know. But are you, is there that moment, is there, extra, do you even realize he's behind you? Is there like an extra sense of pressure to put on yourself to kind of, you know, it's DJ Premier behind you? It was like when he first walked in, in the warehouse or whatever, that's when all that, like the anxiety and everything like was coming. It was hitting all at once. It was like, cause he was in there and a lot of other people was in there. But I went up and talked right right before we started spitting. I went up and uh, I talked to him. I just like was just introducing myself and everything. And he was just like, "Yeah, young boy, go out there and kill it." You know what I'm saying? So I was like, "All right, cool. That's the go here right there." <laughs> Once the camera started rolling, everything else went like was silent, dead silent behind me. So that's dope. Yeah. Uh, what was the main for you? The main takeaway from that experience? Um meeting everybody being in the same room knowing that i could be in the same room with these people and it, you know what i'm saying i could still be recognized in the same room with like a lot of people i grew up listening to a lot of artists i'm coming up with now you know what i'm saying it was it was just a realization at that moment like that i'm really doing something with this music uh, you've talked about how you, you grew up with a grandmother that listened to anywhere from marvin Gaye to aretha franklin uh what impact what what do you remember most about each of them as an artist about listening to them as a kid and then what how do you feel their music has kind of impacted your career as an artist i feel like that music made me more in touch with like the soul like you know what i'm saying being able to really want to make music that people feel that that music back then was so you could mm. feel everything they said the voice the tone of the voice everything and it make you feel good. Like my grandma would clean, she would cook, and I just wanted to make that same, give out that same energy. When you hear my music, it's gonna want to make you go through some kind of emotion or something like that. You know what I'm saying? I want you to do something in your daily life listening to my music every day. Uh, artists you've also talked about. Uh, you've talked about Future. You talked about UGK. You've uh, Little Wayne, of course, Outkast, uh, Juicy J. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
just quickly, how how have they kind of influ- impacted you as an artist, but also as a human? Uh, I mean, what have you taken away from each of them? Shoot, expand like, of course, being versatile with my style. I take a bits and pieces of each and every, all the, the cultures. They're from, they're like, people you name, Juicy J, Wayne, Future, they're all from different parts of the South. So I want to put all of that into my arsenal of the South, you know what I'm saying? With the, with uh, three six winning that Grammy, you know, mm-hmm. back in the day, it let you know that, you know what I'm saying? A lot of stuff like seeing them, those are some of the goats, you know. I want to put them at a, up at the top. So I want to do better than them, you know. what I'm saying I hold them at a high standard just so I can do better than them. I, I think one thing I, I'm uh, learning many things, but one thing I really appreciate about listening, uh, you know, listening to your music is that you. Like you said, you're you're versatile. Your style changes up. Yeah. It's not the same. It's a different beat, actually, that you're rhyming over. It doesn't sound the same. And you do talk to some of the legends, and they say, you know, what was, what was important to us is that we didn't sound like the next person. Yeah. Uh, I think, and not to sound like an old dude, but you know, I think a lot of today's generation is they sound like they want to be hits, like they want to be a hit maker. Um, who instilled that in you? I mean, how do you how did you know that? What what made you say I want to be different? I think that's always been my thing. Even as a little kid, I've always wanted to be the one that stood out from everything. I'm not, I don't talk much. Like I'm not a pretty much like talkative. I'm kind of introverted. You know what I'm saying? So with that being said, like I can't do it. I can't be that loud guy that stands out. I got to do it in other ways. You know what I'm saying? So I know with the music, you got to be different from everybody else, the wave that's going on. It's going to be a little harder to be mm. different, but hey, if you stay true to yourself, then it's better to be outside of the box. You don't jack in the box. You don't <laughs> put jack in the box. So I just like being different. I don't like being like everybody else. Uh, we talk about artists that you've, you know, you've mentioned your songs or you mentioned in interviews and you talk about Tupac, Biggie, mm-hmm. Wayne, uh, Slick Rick, Kanye. Um, if you were to be kind of a fly in the wall and just hear a track or be a part of a studio session that any of them did. Is there one particular track or album that you would say at least, you know, be the dude getting coffee or something, you know, as long as you could be a part of that? Low key, I wish I was in the studio for Hit Em Up. Like, uh. I just want to see Pac like, in this, going crazy, like, you know, it's all over the studio. When he even, like, first got the initial, the initial info, like, that, this was going on he was like okay now i'm about to make, make a diss track i want to know his mental thought like his thought process what were he going through his energy how mad how angry was he really you know what i'm saying like and then he go in the booth i want to see that i want to see him record hit him up nice it's a good track yeah, I'm <laughs> you. uh you do something uh one of your tracks country love is of course old to the south it's about kind of being a country boy in the you know in the south uh you know, everyone has done UGK has done that, you know, and, and Outkast has done that. You do it really well. And even Talib Kweli has done it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, why this ode to the South? And what do you think people miss most when they talk about the South and hip hop in the South? Um, I really wanted to do that track because a lot of my music, you can't really tell where I'm from. Like people, they don't know if I'm from the West Coast. They don't know if I'm from up here or from Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? So. When I did that, I was like, okay, this is definitely going to be some. I actually did a song a long time ago called Carolina, you know, but then when I did I linked up with Petey, I was like, okay, I could def- this is my chance to do something for North Carolina, for mm. Carolinas in general, you know what I'm saying? So 
that was my big thing. I wanted big. I want to do big things for my state. You know what I'm saying? I want to put us on. A lot of people been doing it. I want to help continue to carry the torch. You know what I'm saying? Uh, as a New Yorker, I, you know, obviously, that's uh, because we're we're cocky and assholes. But we say like, <laughs> you know, we go, you know, New York is where hip hop started. Blah 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 yeah, blah blah. Right? Yeah. Uh, I always felt that there was a moment where two things: New York hip hop lost that soulfulness, mm-hmm. and then I would go to the South uh, to kind of like regain that soulfulness back. Yeah. Um, why? What is it about Southern hip hop that kind of I don't know inherently feels like it has this the soulfulness to it? It's the the producers for one. The producers are a big part of that. They make a lot of the the soulful. So they use a lot of the soulful samples from back in the day and stuff like that. But I don't know. Uh, really, just North Carolina. We just a very soulful place. You know, we we're kind of country. We're in the country, but we're not really in the country. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying so. I don't know. We just that's where the soul is at. If you ask me, you know, of course, New York. There's so much going on. It's a melting pot. You know, there's so many, many type of avenues you can go up here, and there's so much like the atmosphere here. You know, what I'm saying down there, we we actually cook Sunday dinners and stuff like that. You know, what I'm saying people link up and have cookouts and stuff like that more often than maybe y'all do up here. So right. we have more of that family traditionals type things we do down there. Uh, what do you think? Uh, humble opinion your the biggest impact that southern hip hop and culture and rap music has had on just all of hip hop culture and rap music um, I know that's a huge question as I say that out loud yeah, yeah. sorry <laughs> I don't know that's, that is a big question I don't know like I feel like in every camp no matter who your camp is there's somebody from the south like in that, in that camp like you know what I'm saying that's somebody from the south like a producer or something like everybody's working with somebody from the South of North Carolina. So we got to, we touching everything. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's why I feel like, I don't know. That's a big question. <laughs> uh, raised on section eight and paper plates is the hook from the tracks section eight. Uh, looking back, how has it, as a, uh, you know, TI says, um, you don't want to do reflection based on, you don't want people to mistake reflection based on, uh, it doesn't stand for glorification. I fucked that up. Uh, anyway, I get, I yes. get um, that, yeah, yeah. how do you do a track like that where you're showing people that you are reflecting, you're not glorifying anything that you, you know, you grew up doing? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, oh, with that, it's just like, you just really got to pay attention to what I'm saying, more or less. Like, you know, you ain't going to see me talking about how I how I did such and such. You know, you'll if you listen to the song, you'll hear me say, I'm learning a lesson. I was learning a lesson. I'm like, I wanted to do something different. I was doing it because I thought I was doing something good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if you can't get get it out of that, that I'm not glorifying any anything bad, then you know. And then I say, Still I shine. After all that, I'm telling you, after all that I've been through, still I shine, you know. I should let you know I'm not going to find none of that. I'm just letting you know it's a chance for you to do it. the same thing I did. <laughs> same thing I'm trying to do for my people, my my environment, my community. You, know? you do you do concerts, you do you travel, mm-hmm. obviously for interviews. Uh, when do you have time to write? Uh, uh, is there like a, an ideal? It's like a uh, like on the way here. I was in the car and just thought of a line. Just jot it down real quick. You know what I'm saying? Or as soon as I leave here. The homies may be like, yo, let's hit a studio session or something. I could write it on the spot like that. 
sometimes that's when the best thing can be right on the spot mm -hmm. instead of overthinking it. But any downtime I got, I'm trying to write, you know. You know, of course, everybody think on the toilet, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. <laughs> like, that's my long time, of course. So I get it in when I get it in, pretty much. Yeah. A line like that that you just thought of on the way here, uh, I mean, is that, do you already know kind of the concept of the song, or is it just one of those things that nah, it's a line that I'll might probably, fit somewhere? I probably build a whole song around that line. Like, we was talking about something about, we was in Texas, we was in the hills, and that's how the, the line came, something about life don't seem, life seem kind of surreal now that we're living in the hills or something like that. So that's the only line I have so far. But by the time you hear a song, it's going to probably be based around all that, like life being surreal and stuff like that. The experience we had, like staying in the hills and stuff like that. Uh, speaking of lyrics, is there a line or a lyric to this day that you've written or even spit, or maybe people might not even know about it, just that kind of has you say like, damn, I can't believe I wrote that, or damn, I can't believe I came up with that? I say that a lot. For a lot of, I feel like I have an alter ego sometimes. Like, Sometimes I write some stuff, and then I listen to it probably like a few months later. I'm like, damn, I really, I really wrote that. Was, <laughs> was that really me? Like, you know, like, but I don't know. I, I do that a lot, like, cause I don't listen to myself like a lot. I, know, huh. I don't know if that's what people do, like listen to themselves or whatever. But I don't <laughs> listen to myself. I do the song. I listen to it for a little bit, but I, I'm on to the next thing. But if I come back across that song like a couple months down the road. I'm like, damn, that is kind of dope. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could be a fan of myself if I wasn't myself, like, you know. So, but yeah, I surprised myself a lot. Do you have a, I mean, speaking of which, do you have a sounding board in terms of, like, or does everything kind of go through you in terms of final? Pretty much, yeah. Like, I'll send it off to uh, a few other people, but that's, pre that's just pretty much for their, like, to see if they like it or whatever, mm. see if they can give me some pointers or whatever. But, you know, everything is... Once I do it, I do it. Because I, I engineer all my stuff myself. Oh, shit, so well. I do all that myself. Like, I don't make the beats. The only thing I don't do is make the beats. So Is that next? Making the beats? Yeah. Once mm. I do that, it's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wrap. It's a wrap. So you're here. You're, you're in New York now and doing media stuff. Uh, what's next for you? Where do you, where do you, where do you go from here? Uh, we head back to the crib. We got a, a little listening party. Um, my homie got a listening party as well. Uh, BC704, you know. Um but yeah, we back home for a little bit. We've been on the road for about two and a half weeks, two weeks, you know what I'm saying, something like that. So we'll probably rest up for a few days and then got a video shoot, got some other things to do, like back at it. Yeah. Favorite thing about being on the road? Uh, shoot, just being on the road in general. I, I like being on the road. Like, I don't like staying home. Nice. You know, I like, I don't know, I'm a traveler. I'm a nomadic spirit. Yeah. Favorite thing about rhyming? Um actually just making the art itself like actually making like making a song because i never thought i could do it it's yeah. awesome so actually being able to do it and know i could do it and performing i love performing too so. uh jackie spade it's, it's been fucking awesome this talking to you uh yeah. thank you so much for joining me at the library with tim Annika. i appreciate you for having me man. thank you man Are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes. 
The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for limited time while supplies last. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.